Hey guys, what's up? It's Ryan here. Before we really get started in this episode, I just wanted to kind of make a PSA or just let you guys know what this is all about. So sometimes some topics or news topics will come about that Pixel and I want to talk about on no content, but we know that basically if we just talk about that one topic, the episode will go for two hours or so. Um, so what we decided to do is do something called a mini cast, which is basically just Pixel and I's hot take on just one topic. This time around, it's going to be on Ninja and Leaving Mixer, and this episode goes for about an hour long. So this isn't really an official episode where we're going to dive deep into a bunch of topics and kind of ramble. It's more of like, you know, a PSA giving our opinions on just one little topic. And when these kind of breaking news stories or things that we find really interesting that deserve their own, um, you know, episode to talk about this is what we're going to do is these things called mini casts so luckily for you guys you guys get an extra episode for us this week but we will definitely see you back on episode 21 on monday for no content episode 21 so hope you guys enjoy and uh yeah we will see you on monday take care hey guys welcome back to a special episode of non no content that's uh pixel i'm ryan welcome back guys how's it going i know it's a little early for for our next episode but okay. we're back. A little bonus episode. Mm -hmm. So um, we kind of wanted to do this episode because we have some pretty big news that was just announced uh, today, at least on the day of recording this on August uh, 1st, 2019. And we feel like that this would probably be the best way to deliver it to you guys, only because we know that if we were to just do this one topic on the next podcast, which does have our special guest, it's the only thing we're going we're gonna to talk about. I don't know if these are yeah. going to be a thing. We're gonna talk. We're just gonna call these like bite-sized episodes, where it's a little bit more structured, but we still get our thoughts out on big topics. But it's only gonna be one topic. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it or whatever. Uh, just jumping into it really quick. If you guys didn't know, um, the big news for today that we wanted to discuss was Ninja announced this morning around 10 a.m. PST our time at least that um, he's moving to Mixer, and uh, it's it's a uh, pretty surprising. Um, mixer.com slash ninja is going to be his handle. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like, I never would have expected this. This came completely out of left field. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, yeah. I thought it was a bad April Fool's joke, to be honest. Yeah, like, I checked the, the date. Reaction. I was like, wait, is this August Fool's? It's August 1st. What's, what's going on here? Yeah, it was, it, it was like pretty... I don't know. It's just, it's so crazy. Like how, I don't know. It just, it, I, it makes sense in a way. And I feel like Ninja has been doing this for a really long time and stuff like that. Maybe prepping for this type of stuff. Um, just to kind of get it out of the way, at least my opinion on Ninja, I don't want to spe speak for pixel, but my opinion on Ninja is I don't really watch his content, but I do appreciate the content that he does, uh, put out on Twitch or just in streaming now in general, I guess. But, um, you know, one of the things that I've talked about on this podcast and in other podcasts as well is that while I don't really watch his content because it's not geared for me, I do enjoy the fact that he is an ambassador to, I guess, the normie audience or the mainstream audience for Twitch. Um, regardless of how you guys feel about him, if you think he's too clean or family friendly, the thing is, he is a really good ambassador for for that type of community you know you don't want some of these other streamers that i love and i like watching but like memeing it up or being like toxic or whatever and being kind of the ambassador or the for like front runner for representing yeah. the platform yeah i mean like he he's done a lot of work in legitimizing esports streaming 
like he's a household name at this point like he mm -hmm. has done so much for the ecosystem that it's hard to say like he you know this doesn't matter or he doesn't matter like regardless of how you feel about him he he is a very very um important figure in this in this world mm -hmm. yeah definitely so to move on to a new platform is it, it's making waves and people are going to know it mm -hmm. exactly so um yeah that's kind of how i feel about uh feel about him but if you guys didn't know there are other streaming platforms out there before besides twitch obviously there is youtube uh youtube gaming which or just youtube live streaming in general which is probably the biggest one and then really i think the the next one that's uh, behind that is probably this website called Mixer, M-I-X-E-R.com. A lot of people don't really know the history of Mixer or what it is, so I just kind of wanted to give a breakdown of what it is and maybe some of the pros and cons of the website itself really quick. And then Pixel can just jump in with whenever he wants to. But um, um, Mixer used to be um, two sites, actually. It used to be hitbox.tv, which was owned by Zubu, and then it was another independent site called Smashcast.com. Both of those merged together with a Zubu. So Hitbox acquired Smashcast, they merged together. And then around 2016, late 2016, early 2017, sometime around there, Mixer was actually acquired by Microsoft, which um, a lot of people saw as a pretty big power move from Microsoft. And I think since then, um, they have done this in the past where they have acquired other streamers. I know that there was um, a handful of pretty prominent streamers that were acquired. Um, nothing as big as Ninja, obviously. I believe these streamers were under the 500,000 follower mark and stuff like that, but they were some pretty big household names and they signed contracts with them. So this isn't the first time that we have seen Mixer signed these partnership uh, contracts with other people. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, but Ninja, Ninja obviously is the biggest one that they've gotten so far. Yeah, I mean, just imagine what it took for Ninja to actually do. Now, I know that in the past, uh, Microsoft has offered contracts to streamers. Like, they paid out a yearly salary, and they'd sign them for a number of years. Just imagine what it took for Ninja to make that move. I mean, you're looking at probably a multi-year, eight-figure contract. I think the rumors right now is it's a multi-year, three-year contract for about 15 to 20 million with possible ownership of Mixer. Actually, I don't think the ownership part is true at all, but I could definitely see it as like a big chunk of a chunk of change for sure. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, I don't think they they'd probably offer him ownership in Mixer, but I think they'd offer him shares in Mixer. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is something that is possible. Um, but yeah, I told I totally think that. It's um, likely that he got an eight-figure contract that would not be totally out of the uh, you know out of the blue like that would be a small number for Microsoft and to get someone with as much name um, recognizability as Ninja like that's I, I would honestly say that's a bargain. Yeah, I would too. Um, before we go on, uh, Pixel, you're cutting out pretty badly. I don't know if I am too as well. Um, okay, but everything's fine on my end, so give me... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a sec. Technical issues, guys, but give me a sec. Uh, turn off your cam really quick. Let's just see if that works. If not, then I'll just recall you, but we might have to just not have you. Um, hmm. Okay, uh, restart your okay. cam. Because it's saying everything's fine on my end, so unfortunately it might be your internet. I'm not too sure. It might be. Uh, saying that my packet loss rate is 3.5%. Hmm. Okay. Let me. So, uh, uh, let's keep. Let's 
Hmm. Okay, turn off your camera for now, and then if the audio quality improves, what I'll do is, hmm, how am I going to do this? We might just replace you with a picture for an, uh, for a later date or whatever so we can keep going or whatever because you sound a lot better sure. without the camera all right cool yeah that's fine we'll just, just like i don't know put a blank square over my face or something like that i don't know yeah i don't know i think it's it's definitely on your end unfortunately um i'm just gonna do this for now but uh okay anyway so Anyways. yeah I, I kind of wanted to get before we really jump into the whole thing about ninja and stuff like that i kind of just wanted to break down some stuff be, uh for what mixer actually offers and stuff like that because i think at the end of the day the bigger conversation that most people are having after initially finding out um why ninja did why ninja went over to the certain platform and stuff like that is that you know this is really the first time in my opinion that we've had an actual contender against the behemoth uh streaming platform that is twitch.tv yeah youtube gaming is there but they're always gonna put their vod system or you know their on-demand videos first they just supplemented it with live streaming we've had other content creators of course go to other streaming sites but it was very obviously a marketing uh, or a, you know a, an easy cash grab um, in my opinion, such as PewDiePie, he's not really a streamer, but he did go and stream on an, on an unknown random website for some money for a short period of time as well, right? Uh, this is really mm -hmm. the first time we've seen a big content creator, a well-known name, leave Twitch and actually move to another uh, platform mixer. So I kind of wanted to just break down some of the features that I found pretty interesting with the site, just to kind of give more clarity or context with it. Mm -hmm. Um. And then I guess Pixel can jump in whenever with his opinions or thought on it. Um, one of the first two things that I kind of wanted to just briefly mention, which I thought was pretty cool, is that the site has a site-wide uh, currency bought in, uh, in place. So if you guys don't know what that is, usually streamers have to set that up themselves. But they usually have some type of their own currency where basically um, if you chat or if you lurk in this chat, um, or in their specific chat, I should say, then you get a certain amount of currency and you can use that currency in their chat to redeem it. Mixer has that built in by default in their website where uh, that currency is always accumulating. I thought that was a really cool concept and idea. So that bot can be turned on or is turned on automatically and streamers can already choose like little rewards to give their, view, uh, give their viewers. On top of that, Mixer also has its own bot which I thought was really cool as well. So if you guys know about Nightbot or Moobot are these moderation bots with commands and stuff like that, Mixer already has a built-in bot for you right when you start up streaming. So already streaming from the platform is, I think, pretty pretty simple. I don't know what your take on that, Pixel. I feel like that's something that we've kind of like talked about for like a while. Like, why doesn't Twitch mm -hmm. just acquire Nightbot? Or why doesn't Twitch just acquire Moobot? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting that, you know, it kind of opens up the... The, the realm of possibility with these like features. And I'm sure there's probably some sort of API that people can use to take advantage of this, this site-wide currency. Um, but the last time I visited Mixer, I felt like it was just a, a visual cluster. There was so much going on. I felt like I, I couldn't understand what was going on. Like there were games, um, like little mini games that uh, the chat could play while the stream is offline, like people uh, hitting beach balls in the stream window then like gift boxes were flying up around in chat like there's all sorts of mm -hmm. things happening that i wasn't really quite sure what was going on maybe it's just because i'm new to the platform but i i actually it's, I, yeah i it, i actually really like that yeah I, I i actually really like that basically what you were looking at were offline extensions 
And I actually really like that. And I wish that was something that Twitch would implement. I was I was kind of exploring Mixer today, but this one guy, and of course, he, um, I believe the broadcaster has to actually be in chat and a moderator has to be in chat. But there was a, there was an offline chat where people can actually song request in offline chat mm. and actually hear the music playing and stuff like that. Like, I thought that was really cool because there are a lot of people who just chill in offline chats. You know what I mean? And, sure, yeah. Um, like I said, the currency bot is global, so even in an offline chat, obviously you're not making as much currency uh, or gaining as much currency, but I thought that was really cool. Yeah, but basically what you were looking at is what they call offline extensions. Ah, gotcha. So okay, little interactive mini, interactive mini games and stuff. Um, another thing with the platform that I, would, I, I do want to mention as well, which I thought was pretty unique, and I think Twitch kind of took this idea, but they haven't really fully intimate, uh, implemented it, is that every single game has what's called a hype, a hype zone stream. So there's one for Apex, there's one for PUBG, there's one for Fortnite, etc. I'll just use Fortnite as an example. But basically what happens is um, if you are in, I believe, the top 10 in any Fortnite game, uh, if you opt into this as a streamer, which I don't know why you wouldn't, you will be automatically selected to be one of the potential players that goes into what is called the Fortnite hype zone. So what is the Fortnite hype zone? Essentially, it's another channel that is on Mixer that is always pinned to the front page of Mixer. And so you have a possibility to be on the front page of Mixer for doing really, really well in a Fortnite game. You obviously leave the hype zone once you die or once you win the game or etc. But um, from what I've uh, been told by content creators and kind of reading up on it, it really can boost viewership almost instantly, which is, uh, I think, really, really cool and a really unique idea. So say you're a new streamer, you have five or six viewers or something like that, and uh, all of a sudden you're playing your game and this, the, uh, your, stream, your stream chat will actually tell you, like, you've, you are now on the hype zone. All of a sudden you're on the front page of Twitch for doing really good at Fortnite. You are a small streamer. Mm -hmm. You did really, really well. You win that game, you leave the hype zone, but you probably your viewership jumps by you know hundreds of viewers possibly uh, in that instant. If you do well again later on that night, you could be back in the hype zone. People are like, "Hey, it's that guy again," which I think is like a really really cool and unique feature that is on the yeah. website, and it really helps like smaller content creators because there are some people like some of my friends play Fortnite and they're really really good, but they're always sitting on Twitch with about five viewers because there's no way to boost the channel up anyway, you know. Yeah, I know. I think it's a really interesting idea because not only do you get like all this um, extra viewers, but it also opens up the possibility of building on top of that. So mm -hmm. Twitch could also um, count how many times you've been in the hype zone, and or for instance, and maybe they have a best of section. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this person has been in the hype zone a hundred times this month, or something like that. Like, here's the best of for this month. Here's the best of for, for this year. You know, there are metrics that can be tracked using this that could really, really boost people's views and, you know, shine a light on these new streamers if they are incredible. Yeah, so um, I was actually reading a, a comment from somebody on Reddit who was actually talking about it, and uh, they were kind of in the same situation as my friends where they were stuck at maybe five to six viewers <clears throat> and they got into the hype zone. Uh, one weekend, and ever since then, they've been sitting comfortably at about a thousand to two thousand viewers on Mixer, um, just because of that that hype zone boost and people being able to recognize and notice their stream. So, a couple things that you know I thought was pretty interesting about Mixer. Um, I also do like their panel system a lot <laughs> as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, I think it's I think it's good competition. I'm I'm you know I'm for I'm always for you know multiple competitions on anything. It will just uh, you know grow the space in general and allow like companies like Twitch or other streaming platforms to not be as complacent, which I think is great. So um, I guess moving on from what Mixer is, I guess we're kind of going into more <clears throat> of, um, you know, why did Ninja go to Mixer? Like, what did they actually do with this purchase? So kind of like we mentioned before, it's a multi-year contract. We're not really sure on the terms of that. We're assuming it's anywhere between two to three years. Uh, we already, uh, it's already been kind of leaked and stuff like that, that it's at least an eight-figure detail. People are estimating that it's probably at least $10 million, possibly more um for um for ninja or whatever um i don't know it, it's it's crazy man <laughs> it, it's it's <laughs> it's actually nuts and uh you know i kind of wanted to add to that that uh, what pixel said earlier it, it it i definitely think the price is justifiable um like uh, pixel mentioned earlier you know ninja has transcended uh you know beyond uh, beyond a twitch streamer if we look at the past you know, quote unquote, top people on Twitch, whether it be I'm a cutie pie back in the day or Shroud or Tfue or something, you don't really see them trying to push bound, like push outside of Twitch, which is perfectly fine if that's what, you know, they want to just, you know, do Twitch and that's cool. But Ninja has really been the first person who really, you know, took his Twitch popularity at the height of, uh, at the height of, I guess, like the Fortnite craze and really turned it into something more. You know, the guy is on every can of Red Bull right now. He has exclusive mm. merch at Hot Topic and at Walmart, including plushes, toys, <clears throat> Fortnite-themed guns with his, like, skin wrap on it, etc. Um, you know, he's been on yeah. talk shows. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. So it, it's really interesting to see, and I think that price is definitely justifiable. Yeah, you kind of... So a better way to think of it is that Ninja is no longer just like a Twitch streamer or a mixed streamer or any of that. He's not just a streamer. He is a brand, and he is a, a company, essentially. Mm -hmm. So think of it as Microsoft hiring a company to promote something, uh, to promote their product. So that is a way that you can justify the cost of it. Like, okay, I'm going to pay this guy $10 million to promote this platform, to be mm -hmm. bigger than Twitch, to be something greater than it is. And when you say it like that, it becomes justifiable like you suddenly understand like okay this this makes sense it's not just right. one streamer anymore it's hiring an entire brand in order to to market this idea right yeah um exactly i mean just yeah and and i think uh, the thing too with this is remember guys this is just for him going to mixer and streaming exclusively on there so we're not even talking about the potential money he'll make from playing ads, from subscribing, which we'll get into in a little bit uh, with that whole model and stuff like that, and even from donations, which is going to be pretty insane in my opinion. But I think one of the things that um, I've noticed, um, you know, shout outs to Tim the Tapman, I watch him a lot in the mornings and stuff like that, is Ninja actually hasn't really been streaming consistently for a while because he's been flying to various other places like LA and stuff like that or wherever to film shows and stuff like that. So I think, you know, one of the things too is it's just a fresh start, but it's also one of those things where, hey, if he can't stream on Mixer for like a week, you know, he doesn't worry about his sub count. He doesn't really care about that type of stuff because he's chilling with that money. You know what I mean? So I think also, 
that's a pretty big weight off uh, his shoulders. But I really do think, like Pixel said, the brand influence is going to be huge. Um, he just can uh, Ninja just confirmed like a couple weeks ago that he was filming, I think, five or six episodes of Diners, Drive-Ins and Dines with Guy Fieri for Food Network, where him and his That's wife so are going to special guest. And you better well know that he's going to be shouting out his mixer. You better well know that he'll be wearing a mixer shirt on there or Ninja merch on there to where oh, he yeah. can be able to promote the platform. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for anyone saying that Mixer is going to die or whatever, maybe we, we don't know, but it is owned by Microsoft and we still have things like uh, what's that? surface tablets <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> uh, and they have the money to funnel into these type of products regardless of how much it's actually gaining them so this is this is pretty huge for sure yeah, and, and don't forget that you know microsoft obviously has xbox yeah so it can push mixer onto xbox players so anything that's going on mixer can easily be viewed by anybody using an xbox at any given time mm-hmm. they open up the dashboard there's a Ninja stream or there's a, a whatever stream. Oh, you know what? I'll click that. That seems interesting. I'll do that. Or maybe while they're playing Halo or something like that, and they have a, a mixer stream in the corner. Like that, this is opening up a lot of possibilities because of these services that are, are under one umbrella. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a great point to bring up as well. And kind of to segue into kind of what I wanted to talk about as well is that, um, you know, from Xbox, you can instantly stream from uh, to Mixer just by um, because you already ha- everyone already has a Mixer account because it links to your Windows login or your Xbox login already. Um, I was actually talking to a friend today. Shout out to uh, Talaz, uh, one of my buddies on Discord, an IRL friend. But he was actually saying that one of his friends was you know a console gamer and playing on Xbox one night, and uh, he wanted to see uh, Talaz wanted to see how well um, you know the person was doing. He's like, "Yo, dude, just start streaming." He's like, "Okay." So I guess he just like opened his Xbox dashboard, hit start streaming. He's like, I'm streaming. And uh, Talis is like, what's your Twitch? He's like, oh, I guess I'm streaming on some site called Mixer <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. So, I mean, Xbox Live, you can stream to Twitch, of course, but Xbox Live already has an integrated way to stream to Mixer. Where literally, you just press a button, you hit start streaming, and you're already streaming on Mixer. The same thing can go with, um, I think you have to enable the setting, but there is a gaming mode setting um, within the uh, Windows 10, where if you press a button or a hotkey on your uh, keyboard, you'll instantly start streaming to Mixer. Um, so mm-hmm. the potential for the platform is pretty huge just because those two things are integrated in it as well, which is really, really interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. There's, there's just so many possibilities because like all of these services are intertwined that they mm-hmm. can play off each other. And you have this almost a self-contained ecosystem where you can game, you can watch others game, you can just do all the things that you normally do, but all within this one ecosystem. Right, right. I I think, um, and and then kind of just to like jump off of that as well and kind of talk about the last thing, and then we can kind of just open it up to whatever we wanted to talk about um, with this topic at least, um, is that um, Mixer does, so currently right now, I should say, if you want to, if you make a Mixer account, you can subscribe to Ninja for free for, I believe, the first month. After that, um, you will you will have to put in, like, credit card information or whatever to keep resubbing to them. Mm-hmm. You do get some custom badges as well. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, they do have, uh, Mixer does have a thing called, 
that is like Amazon Prime. If you guys don't know what Amazon Prime or well, Twitch Prime, I should say, but if you guys don't know what Twitch Prime is, if you have an Amazon Prime, you can link your Twitch account to it, and then you get pretty much a token that can be used every single month to subscribe to someone for free for 30 days. You should probably do it to twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo or twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher 101, but, yeah. <laughs> but I digress. Um, Microsoft does have something like that, and um, they're going to be pushing it out to more platforms, I believe. I don't think it's up and running right now, but from what I understand, it will be you will get this free token if you have Xbox Live a year subscription. You will also get this token if you are subscribed to their their like cloud service um, subscription as well. So, I mean, already that's going to be huge. There's going to be so many more people, I feel like, who potentially will have you know this Mixer token, to be honest. Rather, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? As many as probably people have Amazon Primes, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I and so that's a lot such, of money. It was such a huge thing for Twitch that, you know, Mixer has to follow suit. You know, they have to look at this and say like, oh man, we made a really good decision. We need to do this too, because it just, it was a huge revenue boost mm -hmm. for Twitch and Amazon. So like, why shouldn't Mixer do it too? Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know. Yeah, it would be interesting. I guess kind of what I want to talk about now in general with you is just the future of streaming on other platforms, I guess, where you think this will be going or where do you think this will be heading in the future on um, mm -hmm. what your thoughts are about Mixer in general and stuff like that. I mean, you know, uh, I, you know, this could go one of two ways, right? Uh, uh, it can go a week from now, Ninja has 3,000 viewers and he's a dead streamer. Or... Mm -hmm. um, you know, other people, you see other people, you know, jumping to the platform as well. We already got some statements from some of the bigger streamers as well who said they won't be moving from, you know, Twitch. But it's interesting to see, like, if Mixer grows, maybe that will be something where they do leave and go mm -hmm. to it. But I don't think you'll see people jumping, big streamers at least, jumping to Mixer, in my opinion. But I think what you will see is once Ninja, I think, you know, Ninja's going to be drawing a lot of people, obviously, from Twitch. And I think the power of that is that he's going to show people these things that we mentioned uh, in this episode, the hype zone stuff, the, um, mm -hmm. you know, the no delay, the currency bots and all the bots, how easy it is to start streaming in comparison to streaming on Twitch. And I think it will attract a pretty decent amount of people who are either affiliates on Twitch or maybe even just smaller partners, you know, that, you know, are stuck around 100 viewers. That's what I think. Yeah, it's uh, it's really hard to say. There's a lot of variables that are going on right now, and it's, I mean, Twitch is established, but it still feels like it's the wild west where you know anything can change at any given moment. Like I just think back and think about the whole uh, battle royale genre, and you remember how that happened? How it went from like H1Z1, mm -hmm. and then PUBG was the hot new thing, and then Fortnite was the hot new thing. Mm -hmm. Things change very very fast and things that were once at the top could suddenly slip away mm -hmm. and in my experience um when when a when a person is unhappy with a company let's say and they move on to other other things move on to another company you, you seem to notice that other people feel the same way and they start to follow suit mm -hmm. and sometimes it all it takes is one person to start that wave and you might see more people follow Ninja's suit and take up uh, Mixer's offers if they have any. And you might start seeing more of a transition 
if they feel like it makes sense to go over it. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Business, it's a business decision when, when, you come, when it comes down to it, you know, like, will, will the money that you make on Mixer equal or greater than, like, the, the money that you make on Twitch? Right. Um, you know, I, I still find, in my opinion, I still find it very, I, I agree with you for sure, but I don't know the capacity of how big those streamers will be. I definitely think we'll see some people mm -hmm. leaving. But I still stand with the idea that it probably will be partners who are, you know, under a thousand viewers, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. um, or affiliate streamers trying to get more notice on Mixer. <clears throat> I, I, I cannot see someone like Shroud or Dr. Disrespect or someone else like or like, a, you know, a lot of those guys just jumping ship because they're, they are on the top of Twitch or whatever. And regardless of like how they feel, the thing is with Ninja, like he's trying to push his brand out there further. So it makes sense. But for someone like Shroud or Dr. Disrespect or any of these big streamers who are comfortable with streaming, they're already at the top. You know, why mm -hmm. why leave? Twitch is treating them pretty well, regardless of all of their, you know, regardless of what they say and what the issues are or mm -hmm. the inconsistencies with TOS because 99% of the time, those inconsistencies just don't affect them. They affect the smaller streamers who are trying to be up and coming and stuff like that, right? The big streamers mm -hmm. don't really care that, you know, about certain issues that happen, you know, you know, beyond, you know, major ones against animals or against whatever. But I mean, when you see these posts on subreddits and stuff talking about, oh, this person ran a red light, you know, re, why aren't they banned? Like, you don't see like, you know, big to be to be top streamers complaining about that. You know what I mean? They don't <laughs> care. Right. Um, but I, I definitely do think that there'll be a lot of people leaving. I would just be very surprised if someone, you know, at, at the high level caliber of like a Shroud or a Tifu does leave Twitch for Mixer, unless Mixer offers them once again, a sweet deal. And I think that mm -hmm. in my opinion, the offer they probably gave Ninja was super, super unique because of what you already said about how he is, you know, he is a brand. He is a, he is a business himself that's transcended beyond just streaming. Streaming is just one of his things that he's good at and what he's known mm -hmm. for on a laundry list of things that he's already been featured on mainstream TV, right. TV shows, interviews, et cetera, et cetera. Having his own album even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he is a character. Like, you know, I think the only other person that I think that could possibly come close to his, to um, that caliber is Dr. Disrespect. He is a character. He is a brand that could exist beyond Twitch. Right. You know? I mean, could it though? I mean, he's pretty not PG anymore, but yeah, I know what you mean though. <laughs> um, I get, I guess another thing that, you know, I guess we'll have to see and we'll have to, we'll have to question it. And I don't have any insight on this and you probably don't either. I, I'm curious how tight the thing is. People are like, you know, the, the, you know, there's been some rumbling and stuff where people are like, yeah, heck yeah, like, he, he left Twitch because, like, you know, there are a bunch of, like, inconsistent jerks with their TOS and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. we don't really know also how harsh uh, Mixer is with its TOS. That's one of the things I have no idea with, you know, and that's Microsoft mm -hmm. as well or whatever. And it might be, mm -hmm. you know, more harsher than we think because, um, you know, it is something where it could be viewed and accessed on every Xbox Live, which is primarily young people playing on consoles, right? Um, right. So I'm curious to see also... You know, the controversies that may or may not pop up from, you know, Mixer having to deal with their TOS. And it's one of the reasons why, um, you know, I think personally that big streamers, you know, won't probably be offered contracts like ninjas to jump over. They probably have to jump over themselves because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't I don't know if like Mixer could, you know, get behind. I don't 
it seems like Mixer is a pretty clean site and it's owned by Microsoft. So I can't mm-hmm. see like, for example, like Tifu getting a contract with all the controversies he's been in. And to be fair, he hasn't been in it in many, but just his personality is kind of like this, like <laughs> don't give an F like YOLO type of like, you know, we're going to swear, we're going right, to cuss. Yeah. I'm going to call people this and call people that, you know, Ninja's very brand friendly and stuff like that. So that's also kind of the reason why I have a hard time seeing big streamers switch or whatever, but I'm curious to see what their TOS is because you know there will be an influx of small streamers and big streamers, and they might even feel more constrained on, mm-hmm. you know, at Mixer if they actually do, you know, buy the book, enforce their TOS very harshly, you know? You know, that, it's kind of interesting. I mean, that's a, it's a good point, but I, I feel like there's no such thing as bad publicity. I feel sure. like if there was a controversy like that on Mixer, it might actually draw crowds to it because they want to see what that fuss is all about. They want to see like, oh, what's going on here? That sounds really interesting. Let me catch it on Mixer, you know? And, you know, if, if I don't know if Mixer has a clip system, but that could also be something I don't believe they do. That... Oh, they don't? Wow, that's going to suck then. But, yeah. like, if they had that, like, that just creates this, like, memeability, this this thing that just spreads like a like a virus across the internet, like, and that draws people to Mixer because I, I, mean, I really, really don't know, think that there's anything, um, so, uh, things such as bad publicity. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree with that. But I, I'm also saying that, like, let's say you have like a pretty big, thriving stream on Twitch or whatever that's like a little bit controversial or like a little edgy, and you're afraid of you know Twitch TOS or something because of its inconsistencies. And then you move over to Mixer, and a month later you're banned. <laughs> you know what I mean? For maybe something <laughs> that you're just perma banned. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how it actually like how the, you know, how their TOS is. And then it's like, well, my stream's kind of dead on Twitch now because I left. People felt like I betrayed them or whatever. I just got banned off Mm -hmm. Mixer. Like, you're going to put a lot of people, like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see down the road, like a year from now, you know, if Mixer's still contender. Like I said, we don't know, you know, Mixer could pop off and be the next big thing and everyone's jumping ship over there. Or it could still be a niche thing. I mean, the thing is too that we need to remember as well is that in my opinion, this is very early stages of Mixer. This is very early. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, before I looked up the the statistics or whatever, but consistently the number one stream on Mixer before Ninja joined, which he hasn't even streamed yet, by the way. He's streaming tomorrow, August 2nd, is, you know, Monster Cat 24-7 radio at 4K viewers. It's a very small platform. It's yeah, a very it's small very platform. Small. Um you know, kind of a, a kind of a thing here that I kind of wanted to talk about or as well, because I'm I'm pretty loyal to Twitch as well. But, um, you know, they actually reached out to me back in the day when um, I was, you know, a much larger streamer playing Heroes of the Storm. And they actually wanted me to sign a partnership agreement with them. And I ended up not doing that because the affiliate program had just come out. And I just said I would do the affiliate program. But even their partnership, um, you know, requirements to become a there's affiliates and there's partnership on mixer as well but to become a mixer partner uh partner is it's not that hard it's a uh, 2000 followers stream more than 12 days in a in a month and mm-hmm. um consistently have like five viewers it's very small to be a mixer partner so we're low on bar. yeah it's super low bar and we're looking at we also need to remember that we're just at the very early stages of what mixer is so we don't know what's going to happen to the platform mm-hmm. Um, you know, a year from now, you know, because I could yeah. see it, like you said, going both ways. There's controversy with Mixer. It draws crowds to it. But then I can also see, 
oh, wow, this platform is way too harsh on their TOS. Like, yeah, Twitch is inconsistent, but, you know, this guy accidentally cut his hand with a knife. It wasn't like he did it on purpose, and he showed blood. Like, hey, at least they didn't ban that guy. But on Mixer, they mm-hmm. just insta-banned him. You know, no remorse. Like, I could totally see those, like, inc- like incidences happening where it's like, nope, this is way too brand, you know, this is way too brand-friendly, or this is way too censored. Like, we're just going to go back to Twitch. Yeah, like... um, if anybody wants a timeline comparison, mm-hmm. Justin TV. So Justin TV was what Twitch was before it became Twitch. Mm-hmm. Now that website came out in about 2007, and it didn't become Twitch until about 2012. So yeah. it took about five years for this site to become what it is. Mm-hmm. And Mix has not been around for even five years. It's been around for what two or three. Yeah. Um, so we are still in the beginning stages. It hasn't really even hit its stride and doesn't really know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, this, this whole ninja thing could be the thing that makes it pop off and, you know, we're going to see, you know, huge changes. It could be, it could be that. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of just to like segue away from this, uh, top or this, this, this topic, at least one of the things that also that we tend to forget. And one of the reasons why it's hard for me to switch platforms as well um, is we can't forget about just the, like the Twitch culture and the Twitch, you know, the phenomenon that is Twitch. We also can't remember Mm -hmm. as well that it's owned by Amazon, which is a huge internet company. And they, you know, for better or worse, yes, or TOS, you know, stuff, we've talked about it before. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know, they, they understand the internet in a sense, (laughs) you know what I mean? They're not a traditional, you know, corporation or whatever. Um, you know, in comparison to, I guess, Microsoft or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, there is really that Twitch culture that is really, really hard to get away with, get away from, I should say, and is really cemented Twitch in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, um, mm-hmm. when I meet people who know about Twitch, it's almost like all of a sudden it's like, dude, so many inside jokes and so many, like, in, it's almost like we use our own language, right? Like right, right. Feels bad, man. Pog champ, Pog, Gachi base, like all, all like Kappa. those, like Kappa, like all those emotes. And then it's like, oh, did you see the like, you know? And then you can start talking like, oh, have you seen like the clip with Shroud where like he did this or like, did you see this one where this guy did something really funny? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really know. I really know it. Like some of my friends on Twitch, we just send each other clips. Like I have a Discord chat where we literally just mm-hmm. send clips of funny stuff that's happening in streams all day. Like there really is that community culture, even when it comes down to just like the emotes on Twitch are the way people talk or the languages or the memes or whatever, yeah. or even the songs, there's songs made about Twitch, right. which is pretty right. crazy that you just don't have on YouTube. You don't have on mixer, um, yeah. which has really kept the staying power of Twitch, like really relevant in my opinion. Yeah. If, if there's one thing that I can compare it to, it's kind of like moving to a different country. Mm. Say mm. you've lived in the U S all of your life, you know, the culture, the language and the way you're supposed to act. And then suddenly you move to France. Right. And suddenly everything is different. Everything or Japan, like somewhere like Japan's like the first place I think it was, it's it's such like an alien alien type of world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like everybody's like talking about embers and you know, all these other things. And you're like, what's going on? Like, you know, they're doing the same thing. They're all going to work, they're all doing this and that, but the entire culture is different. The way that people interact right. and talk and reference uh, things is different. And that's what's going to feel like. At first, it's going yeah. to feel very different. Um, yeah, for sure. So I think that you know, I think that's going to keep a lot of people also on 
on Twitch. And I think that's also the reason why, unfortunately, we've, you know, because like I mentioned earlier, this hasn't, this isn't the first time that a, a streamer has switched over to another platform site or has gotten their contract bought by another site or whatever. But this is the first time it's been a big streamer. You know, we've had people that are, you know, you know, at smaller size streamers, I do want to say, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but smaller size partner streamers that have moved on to Facebook gaming or to Mixer. We, we, Mixer did a deal a year ago with some people or whatever that you may or may not know about, um, you know, mm-hmm. and their, you know, their streams, you know, their viewership numbers and views, they, they aren't good unfortunately, but they still have those contracts. So they seem to be okay and they seem to be fine, but you know, um, it's just one of those things, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. you know, only, I'm not surprised that they didn't last, but I, I feel because you have so many people from Twitch who are like, no, this is Twitch. I know these people. I know these memes. I don't want to move to another. I don't want to move to another site unless there's other big names to go there. Like, in my opinion, I'm probably not going to watch Ninja as much anymore. I didn't really watch him before. Right. But if he was on, sometimes I would go and check out his stream or whatever. But why am I going to have my Twitch dashboard open with all the people I follow, all the communities I'm already involved in, and then, you Mm -hmm. know, have another separate tab just for Mixer, just to travel to, like you said, like a foreign country just to visit, you know, just to see what's going on for, you know, (laughs) a day and then come back. Why? You know? So, yeah, yeah. it, it, It will be hard. What what Mixer needs to do now, in my opinion, they got Ninja. That's great. Good for them. What they need to start doing now is they need to focus less on trying to acquire other talent because I feel like this is the downfall with a lot of other streaming sites it, like MLG Pro, if you remember that site, Pixel. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the problem with that site was they bought up all the COD people. I remember Nade Shot went there and all the COD pros went there. And uh, it did well for a while, but they never had somebody on the website itself that was from MLG Pro that started a stream there that became partnered there that was an MLG Pro streamer it was always look at the let's watch these guys who are ex Twitch ex YouTube who are now forced to stream on MLG Pro i think the the plan now for mixer is they need to start pretty soon after this whole ninja hype dies propping up their own streamers who probably you know left Twitch and who are unknown and came to Mixer to try and be, you know, a, an actual streamer and start propping up those because you need those like in in-house names to really keep the site going in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, you look at the early uh, Twitch days, they handpicked a lot of Twitch uh, streamers mm-hmm. to become partners. Mm-hmm. You know, Trihex and just to name a, you know, a one that I can name off the top of my head. Yeah, Tally um, from World of Warcraft as well. Destiny Tally, at the yeah. time back in the day for StarCraft 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Artosis yeah, exactly. Day 9, yeah. They, they, they were all good decisions, and they are still streaming to this day, and they still have the this name recognition. And that's mm. what Mixer needs to do. They need to uh, handpick some of these people who have potential to become something great and to become something that is uniquely theirs that can only be found in Mixer. Right. Because cause right, cause as it stands right now, you know, I'm not going to go to Mixer to check out Ninja to be honest, just to watch him. I'm not that diehard of a fan. Um, mm-hmm. Even if I, even if one of the streamers I did watch and I was a diehard fan of, even still, I don't know if I would go over to Mixer just to watch them, to be honest. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to you know, have that Mixer tab open. Because like I said, I haven't 
I'm comfortable on Twitch. I have all the streamers that I like are on Twitch. There's no streamers that I watch on Mixer, unfortunately, and that's just how it is. If you know mm-hmm. my favorite streamers went over there, I don't know. It would be very easy, just like it is with any stream. If they stop streaming for a while, you just kind of move on to someone else. You know, on on Twitch, it would be very hard to convince me even then to move to Mixer. So mm-hmm. what Mixer needs to do is start gaining these unique people that are on the platform that really stand mm-hmm. out. Doctor Disrespect is synonymous with is like synonymous with Twitch. Same with like Shroud. They're synonymous with the platform and stuff. Right. So that's yeah, what they exactly. need to do in the next year or so to really keep this relevant. If not, then all this hype is, in my opinion, for nothing. Right. They can't they can't completely bank on Ninja to do all the work for them. You know, Ninja is there to, you know, grab people's attention. It's the lost leader. You want people to stay on the platform and look for other reasons to stay. Right. That's kind of like, um, if you look at any uh, supermarket, that's what they do. They make, they make people come in to buy like a really, really hot deal, but then they stick around and they look around and shop for things and they find mm. other things to buy. And that's what Mixer needs to do, uh, for lack of a better, you know, example. Right. They need to have other reasons for people to stay. Yeah, and from me just browsing it for about an hour to an hour and a half today, which I know isn't a lot of time for a lot of people, but I feel like is more than most people have probably browsed the Mixer since this announcement has happened. <laughs> I didn't find anyone that I couldn't already find on Twitch, to be honest. And mm-hmm. that might that might be the issues going down, you know, downstream. Look at what happened to MLG Pro. They totally you know, they're, they're gone. They don't exist as a streaming platform really anymore. I think they're still mm-hmm. around, but I'm just saying like, it's not, it's not big at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be really, really interesting to see because like, if you're a really great streamer, you go to Twitch because that's where everybody is. That's where you can get the largest audience. If you go to Mixer, you know, ahead of time that you're not going to get that many eyeballs. You have maybe like a small, like handful of people that might come across your stream. Yeah. And that's that's bad. It, you know? Yeah. And mostly and yeah, like you said, um, it's also when you go and stream on Mixer right now, it's you're getting a bunch of unknown people too as well. Like look at me for example, or look at you for example. Why did we start streaming? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, because our friend because we had friends on the platform who said it would be cool to stream and mm-hmm. convinced us to start streaming. I had friends in people's chats saying like, Hey, you should stream here as a storm or you should stream this or you should stream that. I said, okay. And then I got my IRL friends on board. Right. I had people mm-hmm. within the commu- the Twitch community that helped me start my stream and wanted me to start streaming. But yeah. you know, you're not going to have that when you go to mixer, unless you're already kind of involved in communities there. But yeah, exactly. It's, it's like you're buying an Xbox and you get all your friends to buy into it. And you're all playing halo together. But then, you know, you want to, uh, then, you know, PlayStation is over there trying to get people to come onto their platform, but every one of your friends has an Xbox. Like, right. who's going to make that first move to buy into the next system? Like, yeah, that's and a convince all your other itself. people to go do it. Yeah, it's super exactly. hard. Exactly. It's just convincing all of your friends to go over there when everybody's already embedded into that one thing. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I, I think that's really all we can say about it. Like I said, this is going to go one of two ways. The ninja hype will die in a in a week, and he'll be at you know he'll be at a substantially less amount of views, and it hasn't really done anything. Or we're mm-hmm. you know five, a month down the road, and he's still popping off. He's getting more viewers than he would on Twitch, which personally I don't think is going to happen. 
but um, he'll boost the overall viewership, whether that be 20, 30,000, 40,000 people on the website. We can't assume that he's going to get, you know, 100,000 people or something right off the bat or, you know, consistently right. for a long period of time. But I feel like we will see, you know, and from that, maybe other streamers like go over there and jump on board or whatever. But, it, you know, it like I said, it's going to be hard. Um, I don't even know if streamers should do that, to be honest. You know, even if they're only making, you know, 300 or 400 subs on Twitch to be like, hey, sorry, guys, I'm peacing out. I'm going to Mixer. I'm going to start all over again, convincing them to switch yeah. platforms. Like you said, with your Xbox and PlayStation analogy, very hard for people to do. Very hard for people to convince to. So really hope oh, that Mixer can prop up those people, uh, you know, that are already streaming on the platform and giving them kind of like, you know, better views and you know, I, you know, eyes on them as well. Um, I guess just closing statements really quick, Pixel, about the whole the whole thing. If there's any last um, words you want to say. I mean, all in all, I, I love the idea of competition. I think mm -hmm. that it only makes the entire ecosystem better. Not only does it make um, it better for streamers in general, but it's also, also going to make it better for viewers because it's mm -hmm. going to make Twitch better. Yeah. Then it's going to make it better, you know, and then it bounces back and forth and everybody wins. So mm -hmm. this is only a good thing, and you know what? I, I hope Mixer succeeds. Yeah, uh, I, def I definitely think that there can be a space for both platforms. We, you know, um, kind of my thoughts on that as well is like we, I, I do not want, in my opinion, something like YouTube in the future where there is only one site, and they complain, and people continue to complain and complain and complain about, about the hand that feeds them, but at the same time, doesn't really matter. They don't have to do anything. You know, because where else are you going to go besides YouTube, right? So right. definitely agree with you on that statement that, you know, um, I hope that Twitch starts implementing, you know, more features or whatever. Um, I think that in my opinion, what should start happening is that Twitch shouldn't save these feature announcements for TwitchCon. They should just start rolling out surprise features and big features as well whenever the heck they want to. Um, I mm -hmm. think that's kind of the downfall of like a BlizzCon, for example, where they feel the need to announce all their stuff at one time over the year. Uh, and then the rest of the year, it's just kind of waiting for those ideas or those features to trickle out. Um, Twitch should start, you know, really start pushing the envelope with their features. Mm -hmm. I hope that, you know, I hope that happens as well, which will be really, really interesting. Um, I definitely agree with you on that statement, though. Competition is good. will only improve the both platforms. And I hope that Twitch reacts to this and starts to you know, realize they have a good thing going and that they could make it even better and greater. Also, we'll see you guys at MixerCon 2019, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mixer Partners, baby. Mixer Partners, baby. No, I'm kidding. But um, anyway, um, that's going to be it for this uh, for this episode. This is what I guess we're calling a no-content um, bite-sized mini-update. I don't know. I'll title it later. I'm not sure what it's going to be called. But um, just kind of wanted to, you know, get this out there because it is pretty big news and we knew that this topic would pretty much be its own episode so um if you guys like this stuff please send us feedback and stuff like that as well um before uh before we really go um i don't think we need to plug our socials because it's not really an official episode but um before we really go you know uh announcement updates uh, monday um we will be having uh pixels friend nadia on as well and that will be a real legitimate episode or whatever um, so keep sending us that <laughs> feedback and stuff like that about how you like the three, the three people podcast and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks so much for listening guys. And, uh, yeah, uh, we will catch you on Monday's episode. Peace guys. All right. See you then.